This is who I am I've been born again The cross is my defense My hope secure Now my life is in your hand On your every word I stand Lord, I'm finding who I am know who I am in Christ. I am more than a conqueror, I am an heir, and I am beautifully clothed with salvation. I could go on and on because my identity is in Christ. And because I have my identity in Him, I know there are also many things which I possess. Philippians 1.11 tells me I have been filled with the fruit of the Spirit in Christ. It says, having been filled with the fruit of righteousness which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. In the first chapter of Philippians, we're told that God began a good work in us, and He will complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. That's in verse number 6 of Philippians 1. The verses that follow, including our verse for this week, go on to describe a continual working in us of the Holy Spirit, a process of sanctification that God works on our behalf. Most of us know ourselves pretty well, and we know that it's a big job for God to work in our lives. We'll praise God for His willingness to start a work in us, and not only to begin it, but to follow it through all the way to completion. If you think about it, most jobs can only be completed with the necessary tools and supplies. If you don't have the supplies, many times the job just can't get done. Well, our verse this week tells us that we have been filled up with the fruit of righteousness. In other words, when Christ saved us, he delivered all the necessary supplies right into our lives so that God can effectually work in us and through us. He delivered the fruit of righteousness right on our doorstep. And He didn't just send a little bit of fruit our way. Philippians 1.11 tells us that He filled us up with it. Well, what is the fruit of righteousness? I believe the fruit of righteousness is the fruit of righteous living. And the only one who can produce righteous living in us is the Holy Spirit Himself. The Bible tells us that as we walk by the Spirit, in other words, as we live allowing the Spirit to rule and reign in us, we're not going to carry out the desires of the flesh, but instead we'll carry out the desires of the Spirit. And see, as we carry out His desires, then He produces righteous living in us. So what are the desires of the Spirit? Well, many of you are probably familiar with a listing of the fruit of the Spirit that's found in Galatians 5, 22 through 23. In fact, you'll note that a passage is listed as a bonus verse for memorizing this week, that passage. See, from time to time, we'll suggest a verse like that as we find it so closely connected to the verse that we're already memorizing that week. And this is one of those weeks because Galatians 5, 22 through 23 tells us what the fruit of the Spirit is. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. This is a listing of the things that grow out of a righteous life lived in the Spirit. Now, as I said earlier, most of us know ourselves all too well. And we know the rough places in our lives. Those places that are still under construction as far as righteous living goes. Several times in the last week, I've had a strange dream about a house. I dreamed that my husband and I were selling our house and buying the house in my dream. 
Problem was, the house in my dream was a mess. It was dirty, it was ugly, it needed a ton of work. One distinct thing about this house that was really wrong was that the kitchen was in the place of one of the bedrooms. What should have been the downstairs kitchen was a bedroom. And what should have been a bedroom upstairs was a kitchen. Who would want that? And beyond that, there were all kinds of problems with this house. In fact, it would have been a great house to tear down and rebuild like they do on that show, Extreme Home Makeover. That's really how bad it was. So, this morning I awoke thinking, why did I just dream about that house again? I don't want to live anywhere like that. In fact, I said to the Lord, please don't tell me that house is in our future. But as I began thinking about this devotion and asking the Lord what he would have me to share with you, he brought to mind that house and I knew then what the dream was all about. Let me explain. The Bible is known for comparing our lives to a house. When a house is first built, usually there are great dreams for all that's going to take place in it. But over the years, all houses need care and attention. If not, things are going to break down, they're going to get run down, they're going to become displaced and just end up a big mess. In fact, sometimes the messes can be really, really awful, like the house in my dream. Well, in the same way, when God creates us, He has great dreams for us. In fact, the Bible tells us that before the creation of the world, he planned great things for our lives. It tells us that in Ephesians 1.10. But without the proper care and attention to the will of God, our lives become broken. They become run down. They become displaced and they end up a mess. In fact, it might get so bad that the kitchen in our life that should be downstairs is upstairs and, and the bedroom that's upstairs ends up downstairs. I mean, that's kind of a picture of how displaced some things can get. In our lives but God is so good to us he begins a good work in us at our salvation and he is willing to carry it out to completion think about this whenever someone is getting ready to do a lot of work on a house there are usually deliveries of supplies made I do a lot of walking and running out in my neighborhood and often I see homes that have had bricks or siding delivered or maybe some lumber or mulch, all kinds of building materials for things in that house that's going to be fixed and upgraded soon. Well, whenever I see that, I, I tend to get a little excited for the family that lives there and I like to watch the progress as I continue to pass by each day on my walks or runs. Here's the point. Our verse in Philippians 1.11 this week tells us that in Christ, the fruit of righteousness has been delivered right into our lives. The necessary supplies to fix what is broken, upgrade, replace, and clean are all available to us. We're filled up with them. See, I love that our verse tells us that we've been filled up with the fruit of righteousness. In other words, there's not going to be anything lacking. If something needs to be fixed, well, the supplies are already there. They're already in place. Let me explain how important that is. See, many times when we are fixing up something in our house, we have to budget and calculate what's more important. Should we upgrade the kitchen or get new windows? Do we need new carpet or new siding more? I mean, you get the idea here. Well, these kinds of decisions are necessary in our lives because we usually only can afford to fix one or two things at a time. It's a rare thing for the Extreme Home Makeover team to show up and deliver a total overhaul to a house. We only dream of things like that because, you know, we, we have to budget out repair jobs in the real world. If we can just grab hold of this picture here 
in Philippians 1.11. We're going to understand how much we should be celebrating what it is actually telling us that this week that we have in Christ. What we're memorizing is something to celebrate. See, we've been filled up with the fruit of righteousness. If something is broken in your life, the necessary supplies are already delivered on your doorstep to fix it. And most of us probably think, oh, I know that. The Holy Spirit lives within me. The Holy Spirit will help me. I mean, sometimes we can just kind of say those things, but do we really believe them? See, let me give an example of something I often hear that indicates how much I think we don't really believe that. Ever hear somebody say this? Don't pray for patience. Or how about this one? There's just no getting along with that person. They are impossible to work with. See, statements like that and many others reveal people who live in broken lives. Statements like that reveal people who think they don't have the necessary supplies to clean the messes and upgrade to a standard of righteousness. Statements like that reveal people who live with the mentality that they can only afford to fix a few things and they'll just have to learn to live with the rest. But in Christ Jesus, that's not the truth. In Christ, we have been filled with the fruit of righteousness, which comes through Jesus Christ. All the necessary supplies were poured into our life. And this should produce a gladness in us and a deep desire to allow the Holy Spirit to work in these lives we live in while here on this earth. You know, I know that whenever I get the chance to watch Extreme Home Makeover, my favorite part of the show is when they say, move that bus. I join in with the people who are actually there cheering and crying with wonder at what has been built in just seven days. Whereas there was once brokenness and lack and filth and who knows what else, now there is shining beauty in this beautiful home. They were able to build this amazing house in seven days because as soon as the family got out of the way, trucks of supplies rolled down the road and dumped everything needed right there to begin and to complete this work. Well, I think the Holy Spirit has made his point well to us. Yes, we've got broken lives. Yes, there are things that need to be repaired. Yes, some things have gotten displayed and d- displaced and maybe are a mess. But in Christ, the truck of supplies came rolling in. He filled us up with the fruit of righteousness. And as we get out of the way, he can complete all that he desires to do in us. And it is to the praise and the glory of God. As he does his work, we and the people around us will stand in awe and wonder at what God can do with a broken life building in us patience when we thought we were beyond repair, decorating us with peace and relationships which which never could seem to work before, nailing in love where we thought there wasn't any, reestablishing joy to its rightful place, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. You know, just as every house has a beauty all its own, so does the expression of the fruit of righteousness in every life. It's not going to look exactly the same But his wonder and his beauty will be displayed in us. See, rest assured, the supplies are there for your life and mine. In Christ, we possess a filling of the fruit of the Spirit. We have all we need for God to make our lives beautiful. This is who I am. I've been born again. Cross is my defense, my hope secure. Now my life is in your hand, on your every word I stand. Lord, I'm finding who I am in all.